Welcome to Under the Covers, Guernsey Cricket's very own podcast. I'm Ben Furbrush, Guernsey Cricket Development Manager, and on this podcast we will be chatting to players old and new, coaches, administrators and other cricketing keen beans along the way. So welcome to Under the Covers bite-sized episode, uh, today's man of the match, Charlie Forshaw. Hello. So a fantastic start, Charlie. You really couldn't have asked for much more than that, defeating France by nine wickets in the tournament opener. Yeah, it's a really good start. We It's good to start the tournament quickly with a good win also. Yeah, and obviously yourself leading from the front uh, on debut for the under-19s. So obviously you've played for the under-15s before. Yeah. Probably one of the, the younger members of this squad, probably the youngest. I think you're just younger than Harry. So yeah, a, a fantastic start. Uh, anything that went particularly well for you with the ball? Oh, I had the ball moving in quite a bit. From about the 10th over onwards, we started trying to kill the ball for an end to the surface. And we managed to rough up one side so the ball started to swing, which was quite nice. Right, yeah. And obviously the, the MF wicket is a, is a new one laid this this year. Um, talk to us a little bit about that wicket. Uh, it's a fairly low wicket. I tried to buy a few short balls, but I had to properly dig it in to get it up there. I also had quite a few catches, which showed it kind of stuck in the wicket. We had quite a few caught at mid-on. I think Max picked up two catches. Stainer got one. And also the bounce is a bit variable. I had a few people caught out in the cut also. Yeah, so a, a, a stranger wicket probably taking its time to, to sort of bed down. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've got a bit of an extended break then this afternoon, which which is good to stay out of the sun. Um, have you kept an eye on the other games yeah. at all? Yeah, I've been watching the Germany and Italy game since we faced Germany tomorrow at the KG5. They look to be It looks to be quite a close match there. Germany, we thought, would be the strongest team, but Italy are doing quite well. Yeah, definitely. So uh, that's going on at Port Swaff, obviously. Um, again, a bit of a different wicket. Um, but yeah, a, a sort of a, a near on perfect start for us. Yeah. Ahead of that, so obviously Germany tomorrow. Uh, we've tried to keep sort of tabs. They obviously had a tournament uh, in Holland before they came out here. Um, so there was a, a little bit of research we could have done. Um, but I, I guess with these sorts of tournaments, you don't really know what you're going to come up against until you do. No. I haven't had a chance to play against any of these teams like under 15 level. So it's my first time playing an international side apart from Jersey, really. Yeah, obviously we know a tiny bit about Isle of Man from the other side of the group, but, you know, we probably don't want to get too ahead of ourselves and sort of take each game as it comes. Yeah. We played them in under 13 age group with me. And that was three years ago, I think it was. So the side will have changed a lot and people can improve a lot over that time yeah no definitely I, th- I think that's a really valid point um so tomorrow at the kg5 11 o'clock start is is against germany um so really looking forward to that one no doubt you and the boys are as well yeah i think we're all looking forward to it a few people were, didn't do much today since we bowled the side out using only four bowlers then only three people batted so hopefully it gives people a chance to do different things also yeah definitely and against different players obviously yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of a, a benefit and, and a negative today is obviously we, we did really well, which you're never going to take that away. But obviously you want people to be hitting form um, come the later stages of this tournament. So, yeah, fingers crossed we can do that. Yeah, I think it was a good team performance. Everyone was in the field well, everyone was chirping, everything like that. I don't think we had a single misfield or drop catch at all. Yeah, no, we were exceptionally good in the field. Um, like you said, fielding-wise, catches, even throws into the keeper were excellent. So, you know, um, only sort of bowled four extras as well, which is nicely impressive. Yeah. Um, so just to finish, 
we've done a bit of a teammate section, if you like. So um, putting you under the spot a bit, but who's the biggest cricket badger in the squad? I'd say the biggest badger is probably either Dunn or Clon. Dunn seems to know everything, everything about every game going on. And also Clon's down there asking questions 24-7. <laughs> Student of the game he is. <laughs> and, and then we've also got a little bit of uh, background then. So we've, we've, you know, after today's game, but who's got the worst chat on the field? Probably Joe Marshall. He's always <laughs> chirping at the batter. He's a keeper, so obviously he's going to have a big mouth and keep talking, but he's probably got the worst chat, see. And then best dressed? I'd probably go DT, but he did turn up to breakfast with sliders with no socks on. <laughs> so he's picked up a fine for that. <laughs> and then equally worst dressed? Probably go Dukey. He turned up to our social, which was golf at 19, with yellow trousers and a yellow top on, <laughs> which didn't work together. Uh, and then who would you want to be stranded on a desert island with and why? Probably Marcus. He's, he, he'll just do everything. He's, he's resourceful. He's been on, he went on DFE just for a fit game and he seemed to not enjoy that experience, but <laughs> I think he did it. Uh, and then who's the team joker? Probably Don, I'd say. He's always, always talking in the field, always running drinks on at full pace, walking around the boundary. Seems to love it. Uh, grumpiest in the team? Uh, Fintonad is the grumpiest. Yeah, I think he's going to be a sort of yeah. um, favourite. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and then coach's pet? I'd say Dukey is always down at the nets. Every time I've got a match, he's always down there getting throwdowns on the machines. Yeah, he does love a one-on-one Dukey. And then who's the first in the physio bed? Obviously, we've got a, a few on the physio bed at the moment, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably... Blake, I'd say, he's always getting his arm strapped up. Also, DT, whilst we're doing the warm-up, he was on the physio bed getting a massage. <laughs> whilst all of us were warming up. His way of getting out of a warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then who's the toughest in the squad? I'd probably say Charlie Birch. He'll he'll go into a fight every day, I'd say. Yeah, no, he's, he's not afraid to bowl short balls or take them on. Yeah, no, definitely. Tough lad. Uh, and then who's most likely to be on Love Island? I'd say Adam Delamay turned up to one of our college games with a flowery shirt on, in a, in a bucket hat as well. I, I think he'd love to go on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and then in our side, who would you want under a high ball? Definitely Marcus. I think he took one or two catches today, but I back him every day. And then, yeah, finally, who's the most energetic? I'd say Blake or Joe Marshall again. They're always chirping, always running around in the field. First to do the warm-up. Blake also leads our warm-up, so yeah, it's just I, always there. Yeah, I heard Blake today. He was certainly chirping around, buzzing to be around in that warm-up, so fair play to him. Yeah. But thanks for jumping on, taking time out of your probably uh, relaxed afternoon, and uh, go well tomorrow. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Guernsey Cricket Podcast. Remember to keep listening and hit that subscribe button. For updates throughout the tournament, follow the Guernsey Cricket social media channels on at Guernsey Cricket. Alternatively, for live updates, download the ICC app from the App Store.